in our age we have access to all kinds of great spiritual writings of the past. We can read of the, the heights of spirituality and prayer that the saints have achieved. But it's vital that we constantly remind ourselves of our own spiritual inexperience. Something we must take very seriously in our Orthodox Christianity is how experienced our enemy is. How many centuries and centuries the demons have played with, manipulated and, and dragged to hell those seeking God. We are inexperienced. In Psalm 19, the psalmist says, keep back your servants from presumptuous sins. Presumptuous sins. Presumptuous sins, the fathers say, are simply hidden sins. Sins, sins can be veiled. They can even have an outward appearance of a virtuous behavior, of righteousness. And they are hidden not just because they are not seen by those people around us, but often they are unseen by us. We can be sinning while believing that we are being virtuous. It is a dangerous, dangerous deception that we must avoid. The Church Fathers, if we read the Church Fathers and they say to us, or they speak to us of right-hand sins, these are the presumptive sins that they're talking about. Pres the right-hand sins are those sins that masquerade as virtues. They are seen by others and often by ourselves as great virtuous acts. Sins that pretend to be good. And they, they may not only look, but they may feel very virtuous. But the fathers say they are not given to us by God. They are demonic, they are deceptive. Perhaps the, the greatest example, the living embodiment of this comes from the 18th chapter of the Gospel according to St. Luke, when we have that account of the Pharisee and the publican going up to pray. The publican who can't even raise his eyes to heaven and stands afar off while the, the Pharisee stands there reciting how he tithes, how he prays, how he fasts and so on. Here in, in the Pharisee we see one of the examples of these presumptive sins which is the deception of self-reliance. The Pharisee has a great self-reliance in his achievements and his acts. The Pharisee feels he is being zealous in many ways. And we can, we can believe we are being zealous in the pursuit of things that are righteous. Perhaps we pray and we are strict about our fasting and so on. But if we have any sense that we are achieving something or that we are making any kind of progress we are to immediately recognize that this is deception, that we have fallen into the sin of the Pharisee, this presumption. We have fallen into self-reliance rather than reliance on God. A sign of all error or spiritual error is this belief that we are making great progress or a desire to make quicker progress. Change in orthodoxy comes slowly. God changes the heart over time and we must be patient, we must be humble, we must wait on God.
It requires modesty. If we see this desire for quick change, quick progress, again, let us take it as a sign to ourselves that we have fallen into deception. One of the warnings that the Church Fathers give is that those who seek to be overzealous or seek to make rapid, rapid progress in the spiritual life, actually, they use the phrase temporary spirituality. The seeds lay no roots. The spiritual life has no root in their life. And though for a year or two they may be incredibly zealous, attending every service, constantly talking about their faith, it passes, and the seed is blown away, or is taken by the birds, or the weeds, and so on. We must develop consistency, consistency in our spiritual lives over time. The demons will tempt us to be over-righteous, which may seem a strange term. How can we be over-righteous? Well, being over-righteous leads us to judge others. We notice how other people are dressed in church, or how their children behave, or whether they live up to the faith and the high standards that we believe we've set ourselves. This is being over-righteous. And if we fall into this trap, the demons will reward us with what appear to be spiritual feelings. But of course they're not spiritual at all, they're not from God. They may feel warm and good, give us a certain sense of satisfaction. But this is not spirituality. We must watch, watch ourselves carefully. When our, our ascetic labours of any kind become an end in themselves, then they will only increase our pride. They will make us self-reliant, like the Pharisee. Give us this self-satisfaction that we are achieving something. A second example of this kind of presumptuous sin, as well as self-reliance, is a lack of moderation. The Church Fathers repeatedly talk about the royal way. To the right is this over-righteous behaviour, over-righteous attitude. And to the left is a complete disregard for the things and the disciplines of the Church. Both are destructive. Destructive of the soul. They may prevent us from finding salvation. However much we struggle, we must always tell ourselves, we've done nothing, we've achieved nothing. We are always to be beginners, to see and truly understand, not as some kind of hypothetical thought, a reality, a genuine reality. We are beginners in our prayer, beginners in our spiritual life, and always see ourselves in this way. The publican was an obvious sinner, and yet he was justified by God. He left the temple justified, whereas the Pharisee was condemned. He found no mercy. He, he had no mercy for the, the publican beside him. He judged him, and his self-reliance led to a pride that condemned him. As we enter Lent, let us trial it is determined to struggle struggle knowing that our salvation is entirely dependent on God's grace utterly we are in God's hands 
Let's also remember that the Pharisee's prayer, the prayer of that Pharisee was prompted by the demons. But the prayer of the publican led to salvation. <laughs>